As children, we've all wondered just why all those grown-ups would keep on looking at the news over and over and over again all day. They'd read the newspaper in the morning while listening to the news on the radio and then watch it all over again on TV in the evenings. To be honest, I thought we'd all grow up to do the same thing because that seemed like just what adults do. But more than the news, a lot of us nowadays look at social media over and over and over again all day. As we gear up to see another year end, maybe we should pause and think for a moment whether we are paying attention to the right things. Things that are worthy of our attention and or things we should be paying attention to. I'm Lena Park and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. We started today's show with Gondry by Primary and Oihak featuring Kim Yerin. Apparently this is a little kind of a love song to the film director, Michelle Gondry. Well, going back to what I was talking about the news. Now, I, I doubt anyone reads or watches the news for fun. We pay attention to the news because we should know what's going on in our city, in our world. Maybe figure out and kind of start to comprehend how the world in general works. It's probably why grown-ups from our pasts also paid so much attention to the news as well. It was probably also just as agonizing and infuriating at times to read and watch the news then as it can be now. That is no reason to turn away from it. If we stop paying attention to the news, we'll never know how to contribute to change. Maybe nothing will change, let alone get better. So, I'm curious now. Listeners, do you read or watch the news regularly? What is your primary source? Perhaps the 10-minute news that we just heard before the show? Well... Another thing, what is a major news story where you are right now? So naturally, now we'll have to find out where you are. Our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. So tell me where you are and what you're doing as you also send in any song requests and as you share your scientific stories and anecdotes about anything and everything. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. Message me on Kong, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you can text me at sharp 8150 it's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. It is Wednesday, which means Kayo Top 10 is coming up in part two of the show. I do hope you join us for our mini trip back in time. I'll be back with that roll call after this. Here is Pyeol with her song Ambu, Say Hello, featuring Nayungwan. One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Right now it is 5.22 p.m. It's a very clear day today. We had a wonderfully blue and crisp clear sky. But it's cold. Well, that just goes without saying right now because it's winter. Right now I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeido, Seoul. Where are you?
It is the Global Roll Call, a chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now, aside from tuning into OFD. Where are you? Johnny4900 writes, hello, OFD. I am starting to thaw out after we had a bit of a blizzard. It rained a bunch, then the temperature dropped and everything froze before the snow fell on top of the ice. It was six, minus 16 degrees Celsius with winds about 60 kph. The worst part was we spent three hours on Christmas chasing a young dog around a neighborhood it didn't know while my stepmom freaked out. We got it home, but if it wasn't for the car's heat to warm us up, we'd have frozen for sure. Ooh, it was an emotional and exhausting day. Oh my my. Yes, uh, the continental uh, U.S. has been slammed, I think Canada as well, with some crazy weather, minus 16 degrees. That is just, woo, beyond, beyond cold. Thankfully, it's good to hear that you guys are all finally thawing out. I hope the damage isn't too awful. Sounds like you had quite a dramatic and emotional Christmas. I hope you're recovering from that as well. Lim Toy writes, Hello, Luna. I wrapped up my tasks as of yesterday, and right now I'm on my way to a short business trip. The weather is so warm that it's adding to the fun of the long drive. I got lots of laughter and energy thanks to one fine day this year. Thank you. I hope I'll be able to see you in the concert tomorrow. It's a little early, but uh, Happy New Year. All right. Um, sometime this year, I will probably be doing a concert somewhere here and there. And since Japan is pretty close by, I'm sure it'll happen. All right, listener Tongsuk72 writes, You're all bundled up and padded today. Oh, yes. Cute, cute. After coming into the office tomorrow, I will get to rest up for four days in a row. So today I am patiently working hard. Lina the owner, thank you very much. Yes, it's our last hump day of the year, huh? So if especially if it's your TGI Wednesday and the last day of work of gosh the year. Well congratulations, you got there a little earlier than us. Alicia Y writes Australia celebrates Boxing Day as a public holiday. And since Christmas was on a Sunday, we had Tuesday off too. Alas, there was some Boxing Day coverage my team was trying hard to secure, so four of us agreed to a few hours of work on Monday in promise of a full day of time in lieu next month. I'm assuming full day off, eh? Well, my friends went Boxing Day shopping, made plans to hang out the moment I woke up. It was an intense few hours of catching up on what the earlier shift had done and then continuing where they had left off. I wondered why we even bothered when all the radio stations I called directed me to an answering machine saying that, well, they're on hot break. Leave me an email for urgent incidents. But it was all worth it when a colleague secured a 7 p.m. slot at a major TV station with 10 syndications. I logged on Monday night to put together a final coverage report and sent it to the clients yesterday morning upon review. And now, I get to enjoy the rest of my year and break. Alright, that was a dramatic kind of weekend for you as well all around the holidays. Even though it's a holiday, doesn't mean that we're all actually resting. It's busy. Alright, our song requests. We have Yoon Mi Jung saying today... My son Billy needed several vaccine shots. I've been worried about it since a few days ago as if it was a huge assignment for me. But it ended so easily that my worries had been wasted. He sat alone on the chair, closed his eyes and went, and got two shots in 30 seconds. The doctor and I were more shocked than he was. I'm so happy that it looks like I'll never have to worry about Billy's shots. My request is Konjina's Jinshimi Yotun Saraman Babugatwe. Alright. I was just talking to my niece last night and she revealed that she would literally like 
bawl and scream and run away <laughs> at the sign of a shot. So yes, you're lucky. And our second request from Dazak says, I hope you have a great day. I am solving a crossword puzzle. It's difficult, but I love them. And requests, I use Blooming. All right. Yes, crossword puzzles, so much fun. Used to buy all those books all the time. Let's listen to these two songs now. Kwanjina first with Jinshimi Yotun Saraman Pabogatwe or Stupid Love, followed by IU with Blooming. Blooming by IU. And before that, Jinshimi Yotun Saraman Pabogatwe or Stupid Love by Kwanjina. Jungsung-a kind of remarked, listening to Nayunggwon-nim and Kwonjina-nim's songs reminds me even more of your concerts. Ah, I see. Oh, I see that. Yes, because um, a couple weeks ago I did a joint concert, split a two-hour um, time slot with Nayunggwon, a wonderful little Adieu 2022 concert. And then, of course, for my LG Art Center concert, we had Kwonjina as one of our special guests. So, yes, I see that semantically. You're all kind of tying it to me. Listen Forever Lena, commenting on our Where Are You post, says, Even a single picture is enough to make me feel happy and happy again and again. Well, actually, I don't even know if this is a comment on the picture, but I hope so. And we have a text message from Jerry. Jerry writes, It's the year end, so I have a lot of gatherings planned. It's important whom we meet and what we eat, but I think what's more important is being remembered as someone who makes you feel good after having met up. Having said that, it still it felt really weird to get flowers as a surprise gift at a gathering of men. As I returned home after drinks with flowers in my hand, my wife, who thought it was for her, uh, I found it very, in the moment, difficult to correct her. So they were both additional joys of last night. All right, well, that's pretty good, <laughs> you know. Thankfully, yes, you had a win-win. You went out on a gathering of men and yeah, got points with your wife. Very nice of you to come home with flowers. And yes, even if you receive it, it's going to go to her anyway, right? Both of you guys can enjoy it at home. Now, um, Jerry requested Kim Peter's rendition of Kute wa Yonghoni, but instead we have the original version of the song. Hope you don't mind. So let's listen. Here is Imunse with Kute wa Yonghoni or Forever With You. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Listener Tepe Warren wrote, Do you remember the challenge that I failed in July? Yes, yes. You are keeping us in suspense because you said you didn't want to even tell us what it was. We never found out. Well, Tepe Warren has some good news and writes, Guess what? I took up another challenge and I passed one of the toughest exams yesterday. I was surprised to pass, as all my other colleagues failed this paper. I guess my hard work paid off. Thanks to your encouragement back in July, I mustered up some courage to pursue this professional IT architect certification, which I had also put on the back burner for many years. I really appreciate your encouragement, Lena. Because of you, I can wrap up 2022 with a bang. Well, congratulations. I'm so I'm so glad that even after a failure of something that you really wanted to achieve that you had your heart set on, the the hardest thing is to just get back up again and try again or try something else. That's exactly what you did. It's fantastic. And to feel like you're being rewarded for your mm, I don't know, like endurance right? And just your belief, your faith in yourself. It's fantastic. Very inspiring way um, for us to end 2022 as well. 
Now, since you said you're wrapping the year up with the bing, we were inspired to choose for our next song break, Big Bing, with a wonderful song that's also great for reflecting on the year past. Here is Bom Yoram Kalkyol, or Still Life. They're different, but not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's Parallel Universe. Today we will listen to two songs that share the title, Miss You. Yes, there's many things about 2022 that we'll miss, right? So to reflect that, here's a couple songs. First, we'll listen to the K-pop song, Miss You by Monsta X. Monsta X made their debut in 2015 and has since become globally popular for their rough hip-hop energy coupled with their signature beagle dog-like vibes cute cute their song miss you was a part of their first studio album entitled the clan part 2.5 the final chapter beautiful that's a lot of world building there lots of moving parts this album had dropped in 2017 this is a dreamy song and it goes like this we need time trapped in a maze of emotions unable to break free you only console me Put behind the words that this is the end. I'm more persistent than you think. Girl, standing here, I miss you and thank you. All right, a maze of emotions. As for our non-K-pop song of the day, we will listen to Miss You by American singer-songwriter A.J. Mitchell. After gaining a following on social media for covering popular songs, A.J. Mitchell won a record deal and released his debut AP entitled hopeful in 2018. His song Miss You was part of the deluxe version of his album entitled Sky View, which he released just about a year ago in December 2021. This is a song he wrote in dedication to his parents, and you might want to grab a tissue because here's some of the lyrics. I hate to think about it, but my parents, they ain't getting any younger. I can't ignore the truth that every day that passes by, it's hard to have to realize they are numbered. As much as I don't want to, I know one day I'll have to face you won't be there. But I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna miss you. Yikes, it is something that we all have to contend with, but just thinking about it, just knowing that we don't want to miss them that way, right? Ooh, tug your heartstrings. Let's listen to these two songs, Miss You by Monsta X and then Miss You by A.J. Mitchell. With A.J. Mitchell, lots of things to reflect on in his song. It was Miss You. And before that, it was Miss You by Monsta X. Those were our Parallel Universe songs of the day. Now, coming up in part two, it's OFD's version of Gaio Top 10. So don't change the channel. For now, I will wrap up part one of the show with Ship Senchi, or 10CM, in his song Seoul e Chamur Irunumbam, Sleepless in Seoul, featuring Yi Suhyun. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In just a moment, we'll be hopping on a time machine, traveling back in time to listen to some good old Kayo for our Wednesday segment, Kayo Top 10. 
I'll be right back with Liz after this song break. Here's Anne with her song, Apupu Apun Idum, Hurting Name. Upon a time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kayo. And back in those days, every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan tuned into KBS2 TV to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program dubbed the Kayo Top 10. It's not Throwback Thursday or Flashback Friday, but way back when Wednesday, we're taking a trip back in time to listen to some old-school K-pop music, also known as Kayo. And in the studio with me to guide us through this trip is, of course, our staff writer, Liz. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're doing big circles in the sky with our hands. Hi. Hi. How are you doing, Liz? How are you on this... What is it? T minus uh, three days the out. Last Wednesday of the year. The last Wednesday of the, last the year. Last of the year. The last Kayo top ten yeah, of the year. That's right. Um, doing all right. I'm doing great. Yeah. Um, aside from the fact that it doesn't feel like the last Wednesday of the year. Oh, there is that. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's it's just not as festive as it used to be back in the eighties and nineties. We were talking about this a little before the mm-hmm. segment started, and I was wondering if part of it is perception, because mm-hmm. we used to anticipate Christmas, and some of, so many of our activities mm-hmm. were very, like, um, Christmas-related. Like you said, maybe prepping for something uh, for Christmas services, mm-hmm. like being part of a pageant, you yeah. know, or that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. In pra- so when those, you have, that, then, you know, you're marking the calendar. Mm-hmm. But when you're not doing those things, yeah. it's just like, oh, it's just the day it seems like it's just a number. Right. So I guess now I kind of get why, like, um, you know, when I was younger, the grown-ups mm-hmm. would actually make an effort to mm-hmm. make it even make it feel even more Christmassy or like uh, fest- that's festive. That's true. Like, I was like, what's the big deal? Like, I don't mm-hmm. even like dry turkey. Why are you making turkey? You know? <laughs> right, right, right. But um, now I get... Because without it, right, it doesn't feel like Christmas. No, it'll just kind of fly by, just yeah. like as, like another day. Now it's actually up to us <laughs> to create that atmosphere. But then, oh, you know, because like I mean, I guess my friends who have kids, mm-hmm. they do make an effort. That's true. To a certain true. To level, but mm-hmm. maybe not as much as our parents did. But mm-hmm. um, well, that's all. Well, you know, I mean, relative. depending on yeah. yes, definitely um, up to the individual. But still, like they make an effort. They mm-hmm. decorate their houses. Mm-hmm. They put up Christmas trees and yes. um, you know, like actually hide the gifts before uh, Christmas Hiding Day. Hiding the gifts was a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah. The but weeks leading up. Now this year, my sister and I was like, so what do you want? It's like, give me cash. It's like, I'll buy it myself. Just give me cash. Okay. You know? So, and then my parents, mm-hmm. my uh, my sister and I, mm-hmm. um, got them something, mm-hmm. but it was like, it wasn't even wrapped. Mm-hmm. It was like straight out of the, straight from the store. I just gave it to them in the, in the, um, the paper shopping bags. Bag. Yeah, the shopping bags. And I was like, Merry Christmas. Ah, you know, so. th- yeah, those little things, definitely, I can, I can see what you mean mm-hmm. by, it doesn't feel as, Christmassy or holiday e, mm-hmm. and then by default of that, we don't feel like we're really wrapping up the year. Exactly, like mm-hmm. we're missing the such a big part of the you know year mid end. to mid to end December yeah. that now it just feels like another Wednesday. Oh, I, I mean it's definitely an indiv- individual experience. Mm-hmm. I mean I think that there's a lot of people who did have a cr- wonderful yeah. Christmas and then did like really big things mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, um, my sister-in-law, she got the decorations out, she mm. got the trees out, mm. and then she got the tree decorated, and, you know, and so yeah, I think, the effort. you know, mm. even though we live so close together, we were living two different realities, <laughs> you know, it was just, 
Um, well, you so could always visit her reality. <laughs> I did. That was the only Christmas I got mm. <laughs> this year. On Christmas Day, though, mm-hmm. I remember, uh, well, on Christmas night, as mm-hmm. I was about to go to sleep on the 25th, yeah. I like I was I turned off the light. I laid down. I was, mm-hmm. my eyes were closed, and then I just opened my eyes. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh no! I was supposed to do a Harry Potter marathon today. Oh, I completely forgot." That, that <laughs> another a Christmas tradition. Yeah, That's it true. was a bit of a but tradition. The fact that you forgot. Yeah, I completely forgot because so it was shocking. just another Sunday. And oh, it's yeah. true. Yeah, there. You know what though? That's mm. just 2022. That's just one year. That's true. And and I think that one experience of just like. Thinking that it would like happen to you, mm-hmm. and then it didn't, mm-hmm. might inform you for next year. You maybe, know? maybe, maybe I will make more of an effort. Every Christmas is going to be different. That's every holiday, true. every year, every birthday. So, yeah, I think it's something to keep in mind. You know, maybe Hopefully, we can make yeah. an effort next time. I I do seem to have a knack of forgetting things that I told myself I would that keep you in do. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> Cross my fingers. I'll write it down somewhere, and then I'll forget where I wrote it down. But you know, (laughs) well, and if our listeners also are having a little bit of a a a hard time to you Mm. know wrap their heads around, we actually are almost done with the year. Mm. Hopefully, today's playlist will help. Yeah. So this was a bit of a wake up call for myself, and like you know (laughs) me, yeah, me trying to make it feel a little more end of the eerie for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I decided to. Dig out some old songs, mm-hmm. uh, except for one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this one's old too, but still. Uh, <laughs> one is a lot younger than the others. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, you know, say goodbye, yeah. in a way. And uh, some three of these songs actually have a very uh, distinct place mm-hmm. in the Korean mind. That's true. And I'll true. explain uh, further later. But yeah. I will also um, ask you, yeah. have you noticed that mm-hmm. I'm actually dressed for today's list. You are? I am. How so? Because I'm dressed like a picture of my mother I found in, in uh, taken in 1970. Really? Yeah. So, well, okay, these are not exactly bell bottoms, but I'm oh, wearing the yes, cuffs. Oh, yes, flared. Yeah. And uh, this checkered shirt. The checkered red plaid shirt. Yep. That I, I, my shirt, my mom actually had the exact same one. Well, same pattern, anyway. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the hair. Oh, is that why your hair is straight today? Yes. Because Liz has been wearing um, her hair with like braided curl, curls, yeah. right? Um, Wavy for a, a, quite a long time. And as soon as you walked in, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, look at her hair so smooth and straight today. <laughs> um, but it was because, so it was deliberate. Yes, because this is exactly how my mom wore her hair oh. um, back in like the early 1970s until yeah. she you know, chopped it all off right, one night. Right, and then um, a black cardigan over the shirt. Yes. Um, but yeah, aside from the mask and the... <laughs> I'm lacking the really ginormous horn-rimmed glasses because oh, yes. I can't wear those. <laughs> um, yeah, aside from those and the, the bleach. <laughs> Bleached hair yeah. did not exist in 1970. No, no. Um, well, not in Korea anyway. No. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, this this is pretty much... Actually, you know what? Um my mom's siblings mm-hmm. have told me that I am the you know spitting image of her. Mm. Um, they even call me like close to being clones. Wow! Uh, yeah, so really? This is pretty much what you would have seen, my except goodness. she was even younger than I am now. <laughs> my goodness! Yeah. That is some fun information. Mm. That's a fun story too. And completely lost to our listeners because <laughs> it's radio. It's not. <laughs> visual radio yeah. but i think we were descriptive enough that's true that uh listeners can this that's what the beauty of radio is you know use you can a imagine little, use a little imagination yeah use your use your imagination to make me look prettier than i really am oh thank you very much you're plenty pretty liz <laughs> what are you talking about all right we're going to move into our playlist now Yes. And like you said, all of these songs are not just songs that uh, reflect how we feel about saying goodbye mm-hmm. in the titles, mm-hmm. but they are culturally significant. Yeah, mm-hmm. these are songs that um, you may have heard if you're mm-hmm. if you've been living in Korea for a while. Yeah. Uh, you may have heard these songs um, as an establishment was closing for the night. Yup. Um, Last call, to be specific. Yes. So, like, at the... Well, not, like, restaurants, but, like, um, places where you go to dance. bars and clubs. Bars and clubs. Um, And as we 
progress into the uh, playlist, you may actually recall these were not played at clubs, but rather at like discotheques or <laughs> nightclubs. So that right. those are quite different. Yes, yes, um, yes. And then some of them I've actually heard at dorebang or karaoke. Ah, I see. Because I've exhausted the extra, extra, <laughs> extra, extra times that the uh, the owner had provided me with. Ah, yes, um, yes. And uh, apparently th- this wasn't the case that I remembered, but uh, back in the days, there was a period of time when uh, department stores mm-hmm. and supermarkets would play these songs. Wow. Now, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, but yeah. now I think, you know, there's copyright. And there is copyright. Some supermarkets, I've noticed that they have their own songs now. Most of them, most yeah. of the supermarkets, and as well as department stores, mm-hmm. they've just procured their own, because like you said, copyright. They might yeah. as well just make their own song. Yeah. Yep, yep, that's true. But Mm. it's interesting. I can't imagine being at, like, you know, um, grocery shopping, and then they're like, last-minute sales here, and then all Mm. of a sudden, this song. Yeah, because this one's actually kind of somber. We're going to start with a song that's the youngest on the list. Yeah. uh, Released in 1991. (laughs) Oh, my. It's Ijen or Mm -hmm. Goodbye Now by Gong Irobi. And this was uh, the most popular song from their second studio album, uh, which was entitled Second Episode. Yeah. And uh, so I learned that when the members of Gong Irobi first joined Hans and uh, recorded their first album... Mm -hmm. They weren't going to do it forever. They they thought this was going to be their side project. Yes, and the, a special limited time. Right. They were just going to do it as a hobby while they, you know, carry on with a day job or two. Sure. Um, but the first album did pretty well. <laughs> and so they released the second album called Second Episode. Right. And then they, they called Top thought to themselves that mm-hmm. this will be it. This will be really it. And mm-hmm. we're going to part ways yeah. and never look at one another again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we're going to write a song called Izen Annyeong or Goodbye Now. Yeah. Good riddance. It was fun. Yeah. This is it. It <laughs> was their idea. Right. And then this song became so big that they ended up releasing a third album with Aju Oreden Yonindin, which was even bigger. bigger. And so <laughs> they're still working today. Uh, and they're still releasing yeah. new music today. Like, Every other day. (laughs) Very, very prolific, Uh yes. But, uh, so, I'm sure I've talked about this before when Mm. we talked about Kung Irobi on Kyoto 10 too, but um, it's important. The place that they have in the history of Korean popular music is Mm. very important because they were the first group mm-hmm. um, to be called a producing group. Oh, that is, yes, that is interesting. Yeah, because they so. didn't have a vocalist. Right. They always invited different people to sing for right. them. Featured singers. Yeah, and th- I think the reason they were able to do this was because they never meant to do it forever. Ah. You know, they were mm-hmm. like, let's just try it out. Oh, we don't have a singer. Oh, let's just invite someone for this song and another one for this that song. That song, no right. No one's going to care because this, this is going to be our only album. And and this is a concept that we're so familiar with and take for granted mm-hmm. now. There was nothing like this. No, they were a, a trailblazer yeah, at the time. Really, truly. Um, and I thought it was also interesting. It was noted by, I should give credit where credit's due, mm. uh, an internet person had <laughs> noted that it's really interesting how um, Yoon Jong-shin's yes. doing the same thing now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, with monthly Yoon Jong-shin projects. That's true. And it's interesting because Yoon Jong-shin was one of the very first guest vocalists for Kong Irobi. Right. Back in 1991. That's true, too. Mm-hmm. Very interesting stuff. And yep. Yeah, we think of, we take for granted Yoon Jong-shin monthly, and even though we say, here's Yoon Jong-shin with, mm. and in, we're also used to 10 years of Yoon Jong-shin Monthly, we yep. know it's not going to be him singing. No, it's just Minsa. It's just Kyo. It's just, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's, it's just somebody else. <laughs> and sometimes Yoon Jung Shi will throw in a little, his own version of Chewabi. Yeah. <laughs> he'll do like, you know, a little narration mm-hmm. or sing the, the back vocals. Mm-hmm. Or, um, but yes, exactly. This is where it all started. That's right. right. He learned mm-hmm. it from the first. <laughs> I and learned it from you. I guess you could also argue the best. Oh, yes, yeah. still. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, this is because uh, the song that they thought would be their last song together forever, <laughs> right. um, they just threw in everything yes. and everyone and at everyone, it. Uh, yes. So uh, I believe it's all the vocalists who participated in anything Gong Irobi recorded in the first and the second albums right. just 
brought all together, and they sang one line each. Right. I mean, it was really, it was a truly supposed to be a finale. Mm-hmm. Right? And the first verse starts, it starts with Chang Ho-il singing, mm-hmm. of all people, mm-hmm. saying that um, when we first met, mm-hmm. we were so awkward. Yeah. And uh, we hesitated because we couldn't speak freely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like... We couldn't um, go from uh, get out of our honorific, yeah, and speak, speak casually. casually. And then Chong uh, Sok-won chimes in and says, uh, we've been spending so many days buried in music. Mm-hmm. And now it's become like a lingering emotion that we can't go back to. Oh, already. It's mm-hmm. sort of you're distancing yourself from yeah, it. Yeah, but uh, he failed with that. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the song goes on to say, now it's time for us to uh, part from one another. Mm-hmm. So like, go away from each other was right. their plan. Right, right. Um, and then uh, they talk about how They'll still have regrets mm-hmm. and lingering, um, you know, unsatisfied feelings. Right. It's really hard to pr- uh, translate the word assume. <laughs> I'm oh, just throwing so everything in there. Assume is a tough mm-hmm. one, yes. And then uh, another line goes, time mm. will help us meet again. Mm. And I don't think it took all that much time. No. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they keep on saying that, you know, we'll, it'll be hard, but we'll wait and we'll just reminisce the times we we would work together in a small room on a winter's night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, <laughs> the song that we would sing together back then would all become buried in memories. But here we are listening to that very song right now, All right? over and over mm-hmm. again. Absolutely. Uh, but the song is famous for uh, the, the line that they sing all together at right. the very end, right. uh, which is, 안녕은 영원한 헤어짐은 아니겠죠, which yes. is uh, roughly translated, goodbye is not forever. Right. Um, and uh, this is going to be our promise to meet again. Mm-hmm. And although... This works perfectly for the last call song for a department store or a club. It's like, yeah. we're going to meet again. Yes. It's okay, go home now. Right? right? <laughs> but, uh, it's not exactly, I don't think it's the perfect song for the year end. Mm-hmm. Because we're never going to see 2022 again. Right? Oh, that's very yeah. true. And that's, that's, true. that's a concept or that similar line comes back in all the other songs I'm going to uh, introduce to you today. Mm-hmm. But... I've made peace with the fact that mm. even though the year is not going to come back, uh-huh. the year end will come back. That's true. Yeah. So right. we're always going to have a December 31st every year That's true. from now on. That's true. Mm-hmm. So even though it's not necessarily 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Thank you. You worked through that very, very well. Thank you. <laughs> and it, it's funny because I also see the irony because when they wrote this song and they said, yeah, no one will remember the song. <laughs> and then suddenly no one can escape this song. <laughs> it's played everywhere. So Just walk outside your house. Hey, here, here's their pension song. Yes. Many, one of many. <laughs> it's true. And yes, I mean, it won't be forever because we'll see another year end. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's listen. Here is a classic from Gong Yirobi. 이젠 안녕 or goodbye now. Kungirobi with Eden Annyeong. Goodbye now. All of 82. Sniff, sniff. Don't cry. Getting Your very... son didn't cry when he was getting two <laughs> shots in 30 seconds. No. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, the more older you get, the more you have to be nostalgic That's about. True. So I yeah. think that it really, and, and uh, apparently she had a very personal uh, memory with this song. School that they... graduation. Actually, um, singing it teary-eyed yeah. at their school graduation. A couple of other listeners mentioned mm-hmm. this song being sung or performed mm-hmm. or heard mm-hmm. uh, around like high school graduation too. And wow. yeah, I could see that being really emotional, yeah, bringing Just back a lot of about memories. It, absolutely, yeah. and saying goodbye at uh, your graduation. That was that was emotional stuff. I don't know. I saw my friends the very next day. So. Oh, no. See, for, for me, everyone was going away to different places. Uh, and yeah. it was very emotional. I remember just, you see pictures of me, you can see that I was just Aww. like, I had been crying and I was laughing, so, crying. I was so happy to be out of school. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was happy, but、mm. that I finished, right? Me too. Yeah. Um, um, I just wanted to mention that I love how the song never ends. Oh, you could that's sing it forever、true. and forever and ever. It's also very, very ironic because、yeah. it says Annyeong is not forever, but the Annyeong is taking forever. Yeah, but I think it also shows, like, embodies how they don't want to say goodbye. Yeah, true. There's so much assume there that they just, you know, let's just sing another, another just verse. Just one more time. Just one more time. One more time. One more time, everybody. You know, it's just beautiful. Yeah. It is very touching the way they did、mm-hmm. it. They made it very sentimental. Because at the time, they thought it was the last time they ever <laughs> recorded anything、true. together. <laughs> so they were being very sincere. They were, actually.、Mm-hmm. So it still carries to this day、yes. the sincerity.、Mm-hmm. All right. For our next song today, we're saying gonna, goodbye. Yeah, we're going to do a time leap. And go to 1977. Wow, wow. And then from now, this point on, we're going to stay in the 70s. Oh, dokey. Hence my getup. That's it.、Um, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. It's called that commitment. Yeah. I love it.、Um, the fact that I own all this is weird enough. But anyway, <laughs>、um, we're going to listen to a song called Ani Porso. Oh, a、oh, classic. Yes. Already yes. now by Sanulim. Definitely how I feel too. Yeah, exactly.、What? Already? Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So, like, apparently the official English title is Already Now,、mm-hmm. but Ani p a r s o literally sounds like, What? Already? already? You know, so. It's like almost it's exactly perfect.、Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and、uh, one thing I learned about this song、uh, this time around is、mm. the fact that this was Hanulim's debut song. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,、mm. me neither. And、uh, apparently, this is the、uh, song that they、um, wanted to participate in a college music festival with. Yeah. But、uh, they disqualified because、oh. the eldest brother of the three brothers、mm-hmm. who consist of Hanulim,、right. uh, Kim Chang-wan,、mm-hmm. had already graduated. Oh no, and you、yeah. have to still be in college、exactly. for the college competition. Yeah, so,、um, but people recognized their talent and、mm-hmm. offered them a record deal, so they got to release the song、mm-hmm. and、uh, the album as well. But apparently,、um, The record company was not very forthcoming with like, all the facts.、Yeah. Um, so they kind of threatened these newbies,、uh-huh. saying that the studio is really expensive.、Mm-hmm. And so you have to do it as soon as possible, as、mm-hmm. fast as possible,、mm-hmm. and you're not going to get a do over. Oh. So apparently, that is why the album has the sound quality it does. Because、mm-hmm. they didn't do a do over, they, they recorded everything they once. One go. Yeah. And.、Um, Apparently, because they were newbies、yeah. and they weren't, they weren't you know, rich or anything. And, yeah. yeah, and they're so,、um, you know, young kids. Yeah,、out. so they had a broken down bass and a guitar、oh. that a Filipino band had this, like, thrown away. Oh. <laughs> and so that's what they were playing with, and that's what gave this album the distinctive grungy. Yes.、Uh, Very the, garage band. Yeah,、feel. exactly. It just sounds really messy and yes, dirty. And it's not it, pristine. But that's what we know Sandalim to sound like. Great now, story.、Right? It actually, this is the sound、mm-hmm. that m- countless musicians have like、uh, worshipped and adored exactly, and studied.、Yeah. And they wanted to recreate it so bad.、Exactly. But where are you going to get a guitar that a Filipino wow, band had you know, parted ways with? Yeah. <laughs>、um, And another thing that I thought was really interesting、mm-hmm. uh, was that just like Kung Yurobi, who thought that was going to be their last album,、uh-huh. and you know, they predicted wrong,、right. um, what happened to Sanulim was because the eldest brother, Kim Chang-wan, had already graduated college,、mm-hmm. he was a job seeker at the time. That's true. And the brothers actually thought this was going to be their one and only album, too.、Mm-hmm. Um, so what they did was.、Um, The, the day that they were given to、mm-hmm. rec- that one day that、mm-hmm. the recording,、uh, recording company had offered them to、uh, rent the studio for them、right. happened to coincide with the day that Kim Chang-an was supposed to interview for a job.、Oh. He was going to apply to become a teller at a bank. Okay. And he, w- he got one chance at the bank. Yes. And one chance <gasps> at the recording studio. Oh, no. It's almost like a movie. Right.、Yeah. And he told himself. I could always work at another bank. True. And I could win myself another interview. Sure. But this is going to be my one time and one time only in a lifetime <laughs> recording studio slot. So I'm going to record an album for keepsake. Yes. 
and then move on to find another bank. Right. He did not. No. <laughs> that fateful decision. Again. Changed the course of his life He's still forever. recording stuff today. Of course. Yeah. Not only that, he's in movies and he's dramas. Acts and, and he's still does radios. his radio show. Yeah. Yes. That one choice. Crazy. Wow. Crazy, right? One fateful choice. One fateful choice in 1977 <laughs> shaped the Korean music industry. It's true, too. Yeah. Completely changed to he, in his impact on culture. Totally. Absolutely. And wow. another thing I thought was interesting, well, there are a lot of interesting facts yeah. about this album. But mm-hmm. So the album cover actually features a very not well-done painting uh-huh. that looks like it was drawn by a really young child. <laughs> and that's the image that Kim Chang-un wanted uh-huh. So he had recruited a couple of kids to draw for him. Right. He didn't like the result. Mm-hmm. So he did it himself. Oh. With his left hand. I see. He wanted this very kind of... Amateur look. Right. Because he was going for... He wasn't even going for that amateur sound, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. But mm-hmm. I guess he wanted to convey that mm-hmm. it's a new band. Right. And or that we are, sound. we are fledgling. Yeah. And the way the song... Um, was like epop marking mm-hmm. uh, is often uh, compared to how Satejuaider's Nanarayo is because mm, it I was yeah. like a total outlier mm-hmm. and it just didn't sound like anything anyone has heard before right. this point in Korea anyway. Yeah. But uh, even today, experts mm-hmm. and uh, industry watchers uh, note how this song doesn't even sound Western. Wow. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Because has Hanulim sound. Yes. Not Western. Mm-hmm. Not very, not Korean music or the trending at the no. time. It's very unique. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, there are elements that some might recognize as garage band style mm-hmm. or um, even psychedelic rock right. or grunge rock. Some folk. Yeah. Folk mm-hmm. rock and mm-hmm. all that. It sounds like it, but all put together... It's Sunrim. It's just very unique. Yeah, it's yeah. very unique. <laughs> and um, the reason I chose this song today mm-hmm. is because I remember hearing this song again at the end of the Norebang. Ah, Norebang mm-hmm. closing time, and then all of a sudden you hear this being piped into every room. Yeah. Well, actually, no, not even closing time because we were given time slots, right? Right. And then when the oh, amount when your of time, time site's over, yeah. when your hour's up. Yeah, it's basically their way of saying, I'm not going to give you any more service hours. Time Get to out. Leave. Yeah. It's and so um, it's, it starts with the line, What? Already? The yes. sun's up? Yeah. And this was. Pretty much, I'm. Uh, I'm assuming the brothers' experience of drinking overnight. Yeah, yeah. or 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 studying. No, they actually <laughs> explicitly said drinking. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but I, the thing that I'm assuming, the part I'm assuming is whether it was the three brothers drinking together or separately, separately. with their own friends. Yeah, interesting. Um, but yeah, so the the overall nuance of the song is mm-hmm. we've been drinking all night. Yeah. And now the sun's come up. Yeah, it's time to go home. Yes, yeah. it's true. <laughs> yes, it's true. When you're having a good time, mm-hmm. time surely flies. Let's That's listen. Right. Here's Hanulim with Ani Perso. Already now. That was Hanulim with Ani Barsa. Already now. This song was also not only just when you're done with your noreba, mm-hmm. but it became such a, a kind of a, a, it was used in marketing a lot. Yeah. For like a lot of like um, commercials and mm-hmm. ads, right? And I mean, the phrase Ani Barsa is, I don't know if it's just me and my age, but it's like when I hear Ani Barsa, yeah. I just automatically just think of this melody yeah, so yeah. it was fun listening to this song again um really revisiting it and paying attention i noticed mm-hmm. um thanks to our uh, wonderful sound system here yep. at kbs that you have they panned mm-hmm. hard right all the guitars mm-hmm. so you know listeners if you were listening i don't know if you noticed uh if you're listening with headphones or airpods or earpads the mm-hmm. guitar was only coming out through your right and the organ was only coming out through your left but you see now we'll never know if it was done on purpose by the genius that is kim chang-un or i think it was on purpose but it could also have been it could have just been the mixing studio, engineer yeah who was like i think this will be cool pan right pan left or it could have been like 
you know, they don't an care. An accident? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, they, they're just going to get a, get one shot at it and they're just going to record it this way and never look back. I, I, li- I want to say that it was on purpose. Me too. Because um, typically the artist can ask the engineer, can, mm. can you do it this way? Can you try that? And whether the engineer agrees with you or mm-hmm. not, it's their job to actually just follow your instructions because you're the artist. It's but your then, artistic work. But what if they're like, really really young and the engineers are really really well, old i mean theoretically speaking <laughs> uh-huh. though uh yeah they have to acquiesce to you but mm. most young artists actually just ask the engineer what do you think I and then job. they will give their suggestions mm-hmm. well my experience mm-hmm. you know we don't know but oh that'd be fun to ask kim Tang one one day you can do that because i know i'm scared of him. <laughs> it scares me i just can't i just i get all blah, 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 when i start talking to him and he has that nonchalant face He's very, um, he's a little, for me, mm-hmm. uh, imposing. Uh, well, I mean, he wrote this in 1977. <laughs> yeah, so. And I was just there one. Mm. All right. We are staying in the 70s as we say goodbye to um, 2022 Kayo Top 10 yeah. style. That's our next track. We're going to go even further back to Ooh. 1974 and mm-hmm. listen to a song called To Mannayo. Mm. See you again yeah. by... Dick family. Dick family. And apparently they had another name. Uh, they also went by Sosengwon Kajok at times because uh, I don't know if you remember my Korean history lesson a while back, but mm. there was a time when Korean artists were not um, allowed to use English names. Oh. Yeah, so. Yes, um, I do remember that. So, like, Yangpader. Well, they were originally onions, but they became Yangpader right. and so on and so forth. Right, they had um, to be going and back to. Uh, Pearl Sisters were suddenly Chinju Agashi oh. and stuff like that. So that happened. So yes. uh, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. So the leader of Dick Family was mm-hmm. actually a drummer, the drummer, mm-hmm. uh, Seo Sung Won. Yeah. And I'm, uh, he has lived in the States for several, like a lot of years yeah. uh, since Dick Family, too. I see. And I believe the band formed four. Uh, performances in mostly like American military bases and uh, clubs around there. Hence the English name. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if Seo Sung Won Si yeah. was Richard. Yes, I'm pretty sure right. probably he was Richard and yeah. it was like Dick's family. Exactly. The, the shortened, um, the shortened uh, sh- what is it, nickname of Richard. Right. Most people went by Dick. Exactly. Yes. And um, Seo Sung Won though, when he did give the band a uh, Korean, Korean name. name. He didn't go by Seo Sungwon Band, but no. Seo Sengwon Band, oh. because Seo Sengwon is actually like a literary, um, like a hmm. Apparently, in the old days in literature, they used this word to this or to refer to mice. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it's like Mr. Mouse. Oh. And uh, so, I don't know, I guess they were playing around with the names. It does sound the, It does sound playful. Or maybe that was his nickname, too, because, you know, sure. if your name's Seo Sung-won, then so close to Seo Sung-won. That's then, true, that's true. Yeah, so maybe. Maybe. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they debuted as Dick Family in 1972. Mm-hmm. It's a 7-piece band, yeah. but in 1974, they released the album as Dick Family, but in 1976, they needed to change it to, for a second album, they went with Seo sung Kajok. Um, and uh, they kind of, uh, I guess they had a rotating member thing going on for I a little see. while and mm-hmm. then kind of faded out and disbanded in uh, sometime in the early 80s. Although mm-hmm. they did try to, like, try to make an attempt at comeback at 2004. Wow. But that was apparently very short-lived, too. Mm-hmm. As for the song Tomannayo, this is one of their fa- most famous songs and this is the song that all the uh, predecessors of clubs used to play <laughs> uh-huh. at the end of their service hours. Wow. Service hours, but, um, yeah, so uh, again, department stores and supermarkets, they used to play the song too. And wow. I mean, literally, yeah. the title and the lyrics are saying, see you again. That's true. Like, right now, it's time for us to say goodbye, right? but... Uh, let's meet again. That's <laughs> that's basically that's, all of the lyrics. That's all of the lyrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, l- let's say goodbye. Mm-hmm. See you tomorrow. Yes. See you again. And um, it was not only played at, you know, the proto clubs. Yes. Um, but it, well, apparently they played the song a lot mm-hmm. at clubs on stage mm-hmm. as the last number two. Wow. It was just super popular, too. Yeah. Wow. Quite the heyday. And uh, even if you don't think you know the song, when you hear it, you ah, <laughs> Okay. So let's listen. Here's Dick Family with Do Man Nayo or See You Again.
That was Dol Manayo. See you again, by Dick Family. You heard it once, and now you'll never forget it. It's uh, <laughs> super fun and easy to easy, sing along yep, to and, and tap your feet to. It's just, you know, yeah. it's 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 so like concise, and yeah. it's like bye now. See you, see you again, and it's just so perfect for the occasions that it was played at. It's true. It's so mm. true, and uh, you know, they also say let's let's part with a smile. Mm-hmm. Definitely, this yeah. is a song meant to make you feel good. Um, Love eighty two says she may have heard it at the end of like theme park hours. Oh, that's perfect too, right? Yeah, yeah. perfect for theme parks. And Tapey mm-hmm. Warden's asking, is this LP two? And I think it's safe to say from Sunderland Sun and on, it's all LP. All LP, absolutely. Yep. Yes, we didn't have any other format at this <laughs> no. time. Alrighty, and we're going to go even more back in time. That's right. We're gonna go. Oof, nineteen seventy two. Wow. Yeah. Although there's um, hmm, conflicting records, I'll yeah. get to that in just a little bit. Okay. First off, the song's title is. Or let's go to Happy Land. And uh, a lot of people might recognize this song as a Handesu original, but we're going to listen to the Yang Hien version, mm. mostly because I thought we, need, we could use a female vocalist right now. Oh, I like now. that. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> and um, never, t- never um, say no to some Yang Hien. Yeah, me neither. Um, and the reason there are conflicting records is because, uh, so. I thought this song was first recorded by Yang Hien for her third album, which mm. was released in 1973. Okay. But I did find another record oh. that was actually released in 1972 mm-hmm. that was called Shin Jung Hyun Jak So it was actually a collection of songs that Shin Jung Hyun either wrote himself uh-huh. or arranged himself. Ah, I see. And, a collection of his works. Right. Basically. So, um, and From yeah, here and there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And of course, the song was indeed written by Han Desu. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was the version that was recorded in 1972 was just arranged by Shin Jung-yeon. Right. Um, but uh, even though the internet records have said that that one was released in 1972, I think it's more believable that Yang Yin's version uh, or Yang Yin's uh, own record mm-hmm. was released first, and okay. then maybe Shin Jung-yeon decided since he arranged it for mm-hmm. Yang Yin's third album, maybe mm-hmm. he'll record it again or, or put it again mm-hmm. in uh, another album that he was releasing as a compilation. Right. But I'll never know because I I'll, I can't ask. But it happened of them. before. Well, I'm I'm so maybe he had, about the dates. Like maybe, maybe he had arranged already, and then it just came out first, and then even though. Um, in 1973, uh-huh. it was Yang Hien who released it. Well, I mean, it could have just been a release date, right? release so issue. Either that or... The song obviously existed already. But mm-hmm. I'm actually not sure if the records I found on the internet were correct. True, true. Yeah, so we'll never know. A but yeah, it was past. Let's just say the ballpark, ballparks, it was sometime between 1972 and 1974. That's that safe to say. Yeah. And that, that works for our purposes, yes. really. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Handesu himself released it in 1974 as a part of his solo album as well, mm. but um, at the time, it was banned. Oh. Because uh, the Korean government, the South Korean government yes. was just banning everything left and right. Yes. Um, at the time, and the time reason of extreme censorship yes. in our history. And the reason they banned this particular song is mm-hmm. because the song says, "Let's go to Happy Land." Right. And they were questioning Han Desu, saying, "So you're not happy now? Right. Do you mean North Korea by Happy Land? Is that where oh, you want to no. go?" So that's why it was banned. I think that it was if they just said land, it'd be one thing. Or, yeah. or place, uh-huh. but he actually specifically used the word nada, mm, which is true. also country. That's and true. I think that's mm. where red flags were kind of raised. <laughs> like proverbial red flags, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but uh, I guess in 1973 when Yang Hien released it, they didn't really read too much into sure, it because yeah. maybe they liked Yang Hien better than Han Desu, who knows? No, I think it, it's just the trend of the times. It maybe, was just a yeah. sign of changing times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> sign of changing levels of paranoia. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so those were the backdrops you want mm-hmm. to have in mind. Yeah. But lyrically, it's a very hopeful song. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Handes wrote this song when he was in high school, when he was going to high school in New York, apparently. Oh, wow. um, but he was longing for a happier land. So maybe mm-hmm. he was thinking of Korea at the time. That's Who knows? True. Not North, but South. Because he was in the States. Yeah. Because he had moved there with his father, mm-hmm. but his father was too busy and he 
wouldn't he was kind of left to his own device uh. and um but then he was going home from a part-time job mm-hmm. and he was on a train to Long Island where mm-hmm. he was living at the time right. and he on the train he was passing by this pasture with like green pasture with blue sky mm-hmm. and white clouds and he decided you know what, life is tough right now, but right. I'm still going to live. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's in the lyrics, actually. Mm-hmm. He says, as long as the sun shines, mm-hmm. I will live. I oh, will endure, pretty. is yeah. what he says. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was a great song for the end of the year. Because yes. we are all hoping, no matter how great this year had been, mm-hmm. for like individually, mm-hmm. I think everyone's happy for a better future it's or better true. next it's year, true. right? So that's, It's been a tumultuous year, though. I to mean, say we, the least. To say yeah. in you know, big, a bigger context. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so yeah, it's true. This is a nice kind of gesture mm-hmm. to include <laughs> this song on today's playlist. Thank yeah, you very much. That we're ending on a note of hope. Mm-hmm. And these are great words to start your new year with, right? right. As long as the sun shines, I'm going to live. Let's all do that. <laughs> Let's please do yeah. that. Okay, here's Young Hee-in's rendition of 행복의 나라로 or Let's Go to Happy Land. La 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 That was Yang Yin with 행복의 나라로, Let's Go to Happy Land. And the way she goes la 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 makes yeah. you happy, right? It really does. Honestly, Handesu's Su's original version does not it sound as less, happy. Less happy. Because, uh, you know, she doesn't, uh, he doesn't sound maybe like that's also carpenters. Why was, maybe that's why it was also flagged, because oh, maybe. maybe it seemed like he was he seeing was unsatisfied. a little bit of cynicism mm-hmm. in there, or, a, or sort of a, yeah, double meaning or something. Maybe. Mm. All right. Mm. We have time for one more song. Yes, and I saved the oldest for the last. (laughs) And also the most, um, the one that befits the category the best. Yes. Because this is like, you know, the mother of all. (laughs) Mother of all your end songs, pretty much. Because it is literally called 송년가, which literally translates to the song that says goodbye to a year. Right. And it's a Korean version of Old Lang Syne. Ah, which is of course the song that we sing to say goodbye to a year. Mother of all. (laughs) All your end songs. Pretty much all over the, most of the world. Well, all of Europe for sure. Mm, True. Uh, Because apparently they even sang this at Brexit. (laughs) At the announcement (laughs) of Brexit. (laughs) It's like, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye, EU. (laughs) Exactly. Well, the EU sang it too. Uh, Britain, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Wow. Um, I wasn't paying attention to yeah. their news at the time. Wow. So. Wow. Anyway, uh, we're going to listen to a very old version. There's so many versions of this song. I can imagine. Yeah, but mm. we're going to listen to the uh, version that was released in 1970 mm-hmm. by uh, the duo that I bring in as many chances as I can. Yeah, and we really appreciate it because Thank they're you. fantastic. Yes. We it's... should just do an hour on them in the new year. I, maybe I will. Just why yeah. not? It's just I, a good music. I, I've kind of exhausted their songs already because they only had we'll one album a, video. We'll do a recap. Thank you. Yes. I, maybe I'll look into that. Because, <laughs> um, you know, this <clears throat> band is uh, one half Song chang Yes. <laughs> and uh, the other half is Yoon Young-ju. Mm-hmm. And together they form Twin Folio. Mm-hmm. And they, as I mentioned, they released one single album in 1970 right. before each of them went solo. Mm-hmm. And uh, this song was actually not a part of that album, though. No, it, it was, was not. No, it was actually a part of a Christmas compilation done by uh, um, some of the, like, multiple artists at the time. I used to love those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, this one had Jin Jo-ga-si in it. But anyway. Nice. A.K.A. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pearl Sister. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Old Lang Syne, uh, for those who may not know, it's actually a Scottish folk song. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, a uh, Scottish ancient poem set to a Scottish song. Right. And uh, it literally means apparently long old since, Mm -hmm. but in in current English, in modern English, Mm -hmm. they would translate it as times gone by, which makes the song make so much more sense to me now. (laughs) Because, like, I thought Auld Lang Syne was more like Hallelujah! Like it doesn't mean much. Ah, know? yeah, no, it's actually old Scottish. Or yes, Gaelic. yeah, mm-hmm. times gone by, mm-hmm. and Korea has a 
mm, bit of a history with this song because before we had our own national anthem, we only we only had the lyrics to it, yeah. or I guess the poem. Right. Um, they used this melody as a national anthem. So, um, oh, so the same lyrics as right now is nat- national anthem, but set to the right. melody of old right. So, um, it would go. <clears throat> is how they used to do it up until 1948 right. when uh, Anikte, the songwriter Anikte wrote this famous mm-hmm. na- well, what became National Anthem anyway. Right. Apparently it has its own title. It's Hanguk Hansangguk. That oh, was fantastic. Wonderful. Yes. And uh, the Korean <laughs> lyrics to Old Ang Sign was mm-hmm. uh, well, sort of a translation but not really. It was also written by a poet. Mm-hmm. Uh, poet Kang so wrote the Korean version mm-hmm. and it's heard not only at the year end but um, it's again graduation school graduations which actually kind of comes around the time of year end That's for Korea too true. yeah well February, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, for a while, mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of decades in 1980s through 90s, mm-hmm. they played the song, like the entire choir would sing the song mm-hmm. uh, before um, the bells were rung at Chunggak at oh. the end of the year. Wow. Which is like our, you know, Times Square thing, mm-hmm. uh, for those who may not know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the song is saying goodbye to an old friend mm-hmm. I've grown to love uh-huh. right so yes. it starts with uh, mm-hmm. bye-bye you know I and I thought this was fantastic in terms of an year-end uh, theme because mm-hmm. it's like the year has been oh, if not an old friend but it still was a friend well, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting because it's like, uh, even though it's a year, it's not mm. a, a tangible person. No. But it's time, and you're grappling with the time, and then so when you grapple with it, you mm. kind of, we formed a relationship yeah. with it, and it's been 12 years. Yeah. And here we go. Oh, this sounds so wonderful. <laughs> and here we are saying goodbye to 2022. Mm-hmm. This is going to take our show out as well, so we thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Liz, as well. Always my pleasure. We'll see you tomorrow. Here's Twin Folio, Song Yunga, All Playing Sign. Mm-hmm.